Hey guys, I'm Mackenzie Dyer with Bradford's Alumni Program. We're really excited to have you back for our second season on Bradford Alumni Podcast, and it's all about the holidays. So stay tuned each week as alumni share their thoughtful stories and different tips on how to get through the holidays. Hello, Bradford alum. I, uh, it's, my name is David P., and I am myself a Bradford alum. It is an honor to be here today uh, discussing my experience, my journey, and the holidays with you. I, um, I always take this opportunity when I've been given a forum to do so to thank the people at Bradford for everything they've done in my life. I, I uh, would not be sitting here today if it wasn't for all the hard work that goes into laying a foundation of recovery at the uh, Warrior Facility, and so I'm very grateful for that. I started this journey on June 21st, 2014. That's the day I checked myself into the Warrior Lodge. And what got me there was a point of desperation, of brokenness, that I had no other moves to make. I had was living in a pay-by-the-week place. I was using my drug of choice each and every night. I have lo- had lost my family. I had lost my marriage. I had lost everything. I had been fired from my job and had picked up felony theft charges from my employer because I was stealing from them to support my habit. I uh, began using uh, drugs in high school and uh, began recreationally and the the obsession and the craving grew stronger uh, as I got into college. I uh, got married at a very early age and had a child and began experimenting more with heavier drugs. Um, as I progressed through life, I uh, began, my addiction began to take hold. And uh, I lost my wife at that time at the, about the age of 22 and uh, flunk, flunked out of college, and, but was able to kind of gather myself and white-knuckle not using drugs for a while. Uh, I began to work on a career. I, uh, at about the age of 24, I, I met uh, my second wife. We got married and had a couple of sons. My career began to take off, but as I advanced through my career and started to make more money, uh, I started to run in different circles and the began to experiment with drugs again. And, and they took hold of me once again like they did before. Uh, I was at a point in my life where I was making more money, so I began to spend more money on drugs. And I ended up losing my family, lost a career, uh, and everything started to go downhill rapidly. I would have thought that the losing my wife and losing my family would have been what I needed to, to wake me up and to give me the incentive that I needed to get help. And, uh, and I did. I sought help. But I did not do it for the right reasons. I did it to try to save things, to get things back. And, uh, and I ended up staying clean for about two months. And so things gradually started to get worse and worse. Uh, I went from using uh, my drug of choice two or three, four nights a week to every night, to uh, isolating, to 
began stealing from my company to support my habit. And uh, things were getting very dark for me and very, <clears throat> very lonely. And in spite of having a, uh, a wonderful ex-wife who did a fantastic job of taking care of my sons, of having a wonderful daughter who had just had my first uh, granddaughter, she was married, a school teacher. In spite of all those wonderful things going on in my life, I could not control my drug use. I uh, went down a darker, darker path. Till ultimately one day I was fired from my job uh, for stealing from them and uh, was facing homelessness, was facing uh, arrest. And uh, that actually, as I turn and look back, was the greatest thing that ever happened to me. It, um, it gave me the ability to, to surrender. Um, and I would love to say that I became very in tune with wanting to recover, that I was full of sorrow and shame for what I had done, so I wanted to get better. That, that's really not what happened. I just had no other place to make. I had no one to go live with. I had no place to go rent. I had, had nothing to, to, no other place to make. So I decided to get help. That was my last play that I had. And so I, I went to, uh, I went to warrior. I actually was looking for, um, one of the places in California to go because I didn't want to hear about the steps. I didn't want to hear about spirituality. All I wanted to do was sit around, let a team of doctors and psychiatrists tell me what was wrong with me and then go about my life because I had gotten to the point where I didn't really believe in God. Uh, I grew up in a very strict religious situation and uh, developed resentments toward God and religion at a very early age. And that stuck with me throughout my life. And so I didn't really want to hear about God, but those places didn't take my insurance. So I ended up in warrior. And that is uh, one of the best things that ever happened to me as well, because I I found the ability through counseling and through the, the work that goes in uh, up there at Warrior to surrender. So I became open-minded and willing to what this program, to what taking suggestions from others that had gone before me, that had substantial time, that, uh, that had worked a program of recovery, um, I had the ability to listen to them, and I'd always want to do it my way. So I uh, took suggestions, I went to sober living, I began working the steps, and little by little, um, I started to see God working in my life. Uh, I had a moment while living at, uh, at sober living uh, where my daughter called me and she said, hey dad, I found something today. And, uh, and uh, you know, I didn't know what that was. I was kind of excited, number one, because she had called me and that, uh, that we were connecting and that she was supporting what I was doing. And she said she would text me what she found. And when we hung up, she texted me a picture of my face on Crime Stoppers. So that is how I found out that I had felony theft charges for stealing from my employer was uh, through my daughter finding her dad on Crime Stoppers. And so immediately I started to feel that shame and that guilt take over that had, uh, that had haunted me most of my life for the person that I was, the father that I was, the son that I was. And, uh, and so 
at that moment, I wanted to go to the solution that I knew best, the solution that would help wash all that away, that would give me uh, immediate freedom from those feelings that I was feeling. Uh, and I wanted to go get high. But instead, I called my sponsor. Instead, I read some literature. I got out of myself. I did some service work. And, and using those tools that I had, I was able to overcome that and lost that obsession and craving to use. And I found a new solution that day to help me with the problems of life that would come to me. Um, fast forward uh, a few years, I, I went to work for the facility that I lived at. Uh, I am now the director of that facility. Uh, God has done so much work in my life. I have to give all glory to him for, for the things that have occurred. He has restored uh, a marriage that was broken apart for eight years. Uh, me, the wife that, uh, the lady that left me and took my sons in 2009, we recently got married, remarried in May of this year. And, uh, and the relationships with my children are restored the uh, relationships with my family, my mother. Every, God has given me back so much more really than I ever had and really that I ever deserved. And I, and I, have, to give, I have to give so much credit to Bradford, to my sponsor, to, this, to the fellowships, to the steps, um, but ultimately to God that uh, began directing my steps. And it, uh, it's been an incredible journey and and I'm so grateful to have had the opportunity today to share that with you. And, uh, and I look forward to talking to you about my experience through the holidays in early recovery. Thanks very much.